start the podcast. Howdy and welcome to Beers with Engineers, a podcast by Engineering Dads, where if it looks stupid but it works, then it's not stupid. Hurry up! Here, three blokes, Sean, James, and Pat, talk all things engineering, science, tech, maths, movies, entertainment, and news related. I swear I'm going to lose it! Anyways, sit down, relax, crack open a drink, and enjoy the episode. And welcome back to this week's Beers with Engineers podcast, and we have a very special podcast today. Yeah, right? we have we have a guest joining us, uh, a lovely boy named Dion. Dion. Well, Dion is his short name, is mm, a nickname. Yeah. But what we have, and so we usually crack a drink, usually a beer at the start of the podcast, but instead, Jimmy, could you make me a drink, good sir? <laughs> oh, mate, I would be delighted to. For those who can't hear it, right now in the background of the podcast studio of the Engineering Dads are several pumps, valves, and running. Project Dionysus, also known as Dion, Dion, Dion is Dionysus, our, whatever, is our robotic cocktail machine. Is that the one we're going with? Cocktail machine? Robotic, robotic bartender. Robotic, robotic bartender. bartender, yes. So for those who can't hear right now, you can. Jamie is putting the microphone right next to the machine, and right now my drink is being made custom made. Hot and fresh, which is not how you want a bourbon and coke. No, you don't you want go? you don't want hot at all. If anything, you, you maybe you're maybe you're like a hot espresso martini. Maybe Wait, do they? They're not served hot, are they? No, they shouldn't be served hot. No. All cocktails are usually Being served cold. cold. Cold or ice or stirred, oh, mm. just like a James, what is James Bond drink again? Uh, Vodka martini shaking uh, mustard. Yes. Sorry, guys. That was just the sound of the uh, cup moving. But, Sean, here you go, mate. Here oh, is, brilliant. Here's your drink. You know what? While you're having that, just tell me how it is. I'm going to make my own one if that's all right with you, with yeah. you lads. Um, go for it. Yeah, that's okay for, with you, Patty. Is it? Oh, I mean, no, he, he hasn't even offered me one. I'm oh, wow. how for, the, for those who are listening, I actually made Patty a vodka lemonade before this. And I know Patty hates vodka. Well, you don't yeah. hate it. You just... I you're prefer, such a great yeah. friend, I prefer, I prefer my drinks the way Bruh. most people prefer in Russia right now. Not a lot at all. <laughs> Not a lot of drinking right now. <laughs> okay, do you want the bourbon and coke I'm making now? I'll take nah, your vodka. Fine. I, don't, I don't mind a vodka lemonade. It's fine. I would prefer a vodka soda, but it is what it is. What about lemon lime bitters? I... Uh, no... Wait, what, what's the... Okay, here's the thing. Completely off topic. Okay. I never understood this about lemon-lime bitters because there's actually alcohol in lemon-lime bitters. It's like very minuscule, about 15%, 16% actually in it. So I never understood why, like my little cousin... Who yeah. was like 16, 15 at the time She could just go up to the bar and just say Hey, can I get a lemon-lime bitters? It's like, there's still you, you, alcohol in lemon-lime bitters you, You're talking about like a few drops yeah. of high alcohol Fun there's fact A, a few know, splashes in it Do you know yeah. sarsaparilla? Not that really. has like 0.002% alcohol in it And we used to be able to drink that all the time as a kid mm. As 14 year olds no, We're like, oh my god That's the thing that we, always in like western movies I'll have a sarsaparilla or yeah. something like that It's like, I never knew what that drink it's, was It's like a licorice drink Anyways, cheers mate Cheers I'll lads poured now boys And girls listening Oh, cheers Cheers, cheers, cheers oh, That is, oh my god So it is taking a little bit to get into it But that's because we're literally making the drinks live and this is because Project Dionysus has progressed to the point where we are um, fairly confident to actually start running with it as a, as a usual device in our kitchen and appliances. And so it is fully working. We've got two of the pumps working, two of the valves working, correct? Uh, yeah, well, everything's working. I've just got my... All pumps are working. There's two of the valves that I need to just adjust a bit. But 
the main two ones I've just printed out are good and ready to go. Mm. So, And like this was somewhat of a joint project between James and myself, but James has carried a lot of the work here. So James, explain to me Project Dionysus. Explain the technical side of it all. Okay, so just a, a slight little background. If I can give a bit of a background because this is a quite an emotional story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... When I first met Sean, one day we had a big shift at work, didn't finish till 3.30 in the morning, and I only knew Sean as my colleague, didn't know much about him as an engineer, so he goes, come out of mind for have a bit of a beer and a chat, and we're talking about projects, he's working on an electric skateboard at the time, which would be good to show the guys actually, and then I was like, I really want to build a cocktail machine, and then I... This is two, three years ago now, and I kept talking about doing it, and I'm like, it's going to cost thousands of dollars to do, I just need to save mm. up for it. We had sort of no idea, so now we've actually come together and, and built... Project Dionysus, which is like it looks like a little vending machine made out of wood. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an LCD screen and buttons on the front that allows you to pick either a mixer or a cocktail. So you, the, to explain what's happening, and we've got a TikTok up. There's four valves on the back and four pumps. The bottles connect into each valve at the top, um, and they're the, the mixer bottles. The spirit bottles go on the bottom, and they're connected into the pump. And then what you do is you can go into a mode called mixer where you can pick the spirit and the mixer you want. So it's free choice. Mm-hmm. You then have cocktail mode, which is what it, uh, has its set cocktails programmed into it. So right now, the set cocktails are bourbon and Coke, vodka, lemonade, not really cocktails at all. No, mixer no. drinks. No mixer drinks. Yeah. But the beauty about it is because we've got the code down pat, all it takes is us plugging it in from the board to our computer and then just changing the ingredient, changing the recipe. You can pretty much do any cocktail that you like so it's it's all live automated when you want yeah. to do it and so like we're trying to also trying to figure this out this is somewhat of an efficiency calculation here is what combination of four spirits and four soft drinks maximizes the number of cocktails we can make because with the coding we have a lot of headroom to make we can make so many new ingredients and recipes and we've also nailed the dosage which is something i really wanted which is what we did in the tiktok the other day is we nailed exactly 35 milliliter shots every single time i think it's slightly higher or lower but we can adjust that up or down as we see fit so yeah. we can make half shots full shots double shots whatever we need to into the cocktail recipe itself it is super simple and, and generally speaking when you go to the bar and you get a cocktail like it's never exactly 45 the bartender always free pours some of it and that's what i like mm. about it. you've always got that variability in, in what you're getting maybe not cost effective for the um the company right no bar, no 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 it's, yeah it's, it's realistic and that's what i what i loved about it but i did a quick back of the envelope the other day and i found out we can have about 1,024 different combinations with like Jesus. just going through the different type of spirits. And that's just like a mad indice like power calc. And I was like, holy shit, there's so much we can do here. And when we expand on it. I mean, like, yeah. I, well, like there's some of those cocktails I'm sure we're not actually going to go down. Some of them probably something very um, weird or obscure. Like I'm not going to do like a shot of vodka, a shot of gin, a shot of bourbon and a shot of, I don't know, peach snaps. That's not going to sound fun to me. But yeah, you're right. There is like a, a raw amount of cocktails that we can make. One of the things I'm really keen for is we can have a standard, like the white girl cocktail machine. So it makes like your margarita or something or and okay, then a pina okay, colada. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, no, ju- I'm just saying Sean had uh, quotation marks when he I said that. I had quotation marks in my ears just to clarify. I was going to stop you right there. I love a margarita. Sorry, I'm, what I'll, I'm saying is... I'll happily take the... I'll happily take the uh, the, the, the Monica as white girl. Yeah, the, uh, oh, well, as a, as a white girl audience. Thank you, baby, thank you. What I'm saying is it's like 
you can have a standard vanilla flavoring of cocktails. So you can get your standard classic for cocktails, and that's if that's the audience you got a party for. Sweet, we can program that machine to make those four or so cocktails. Then, if we're like, you know what, we're meeting up with the team that we went to Japan with. Let's make it make chuhais or Japanese drinks. Mm-hmm. We can do that on the fly. We can, or maybe not on the fly, but it would take what five minutes to reprogram to make a completely different list of cocktails with the yeah. exact same machine. Exactly right. And this is exactly why I wanted to make it is because it's just such a simple little device, even though there's so much. Like, I think of all the projects we've done, this has covered all the facets of engineering. Well, not all of them, but most of them. Like, Mm. there's civil sides, there's mechanical sides, there's electrical sides, there's process sides. It's just endless. So, like, the amount of problems we came when we were actually building this, like, we we, we thought we had it down pat beforehand, like, before we started building it. We're like, all right, sweet. We've got a model. We've got the valves we need. We have solenoids. We know solenoids are going to work. We didn't end up going with them. We got the four pumps. We had everything. And then you go into building it and you're like, holy crap, I'm running into so many issues. And this is why, like, in industry, Mm. they use, like, commissioning plans and stuff to, like, make sure you get every little thing. So, I felt so challenged in this project, but I'm really happy with how it's turned out. Oh, man. The number of issues, like, I think there's probably one... There was about three or four issues that I can really talk about in depth that I think we overcame just from using the engineering principles. Yeah. And we can step through each of them. What was one of the problems that you really want to talk about? My, like, main problem was the solenoid. Oh, the solenoid. What's that? Yeah, glad you asked patty because i was about to go into for those who don't know what a solenoid is it's basically like i'm going to explain like a little needle like thing and what it does is when it takes in electrical current the needle gets plunged out and then in the valve you have like imagine like an opening of the canal that needle blocks the canal to close the valve and the needle opens up to let water go through so imagine it's effectively electrical tap so you can you when you put power onto it water can flow through it mm-hmm. you take power away it stops and it doesn't matter what polarity it just yep. operates that way it, it's just a, mm-hmm. a magnetic switch for and, water and the way it opens and closes it has a little spring down the bottom now obviously you know you see a spring to look at the spring on your stand mic to be able to open and close that you'd have to put you'd have to use your hand use some sort of pressure right so the way a solenoid operates is it needs pressure before the opening and close or else it won't work. And, you know, we, we looked at it, we, we did a bit of back of the envelope. We're like, all right, the pressure's going to work. And then what we didn't realize is it's like, it, it's a linear scale. So the more pressure mm. you apply, the more the valve opens. We have very minimal pressure here. So when we tested it, the soft drink was only trickling out. Yeah. So if we were to go with the solenoid option, it would have taken like five minutes to make a drink. So- more, more. It wouldn't have really opened. So the solenoids work better under higher pressure. So the, the rocket launches that built, and for the FBI listening to this podcast, they are foam rocket cannons we use for drinking and not for, I don't know, whatever the US not, use not it for. Just, not just drinking, but also just, like, just shooting at each other. Yeah, like but the, fun, the, the fun. foam rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non, non-lethal. But mm. the rocket launchers I used, the air cannons, those use solenoids. So that little piece that controls it, that's a solenoid. Okay. Effectively, with higher pressure, it works, but so, ours didn't. So it's sort of supposed to like trap a certain amount of like either water or air and then shoot it out exactly what every every sort of valve does but yeah essentially you're right it takes it needs that pressure before it to drive the spring up and down or else Mm. the current itself the current itself is more just to plunge it plunge it out so it helps with closing the valve whereas the pressure helps with opening the valve but so what we sat there we, we you know we had a bit of a brainstorm and tried to solve this problem and then i asked the question of can we build our own electrically driven ball valve? And a ball valve is the valve we use here. And then Sean just said, yeah, we can easily do it with servo motors. Like, you know, if we use a, a servo motor and, and like print an mm. attachment, we can try and drive it. So 
Uh, and the reason we said let's build is because initially when we looked at these things to build and then, sorry, to buy uh, a simple little pump, these are usually designed for gardening stuff, it's three to $400 each valve. $300 or $400 was the budget for our entire project. Mm. We would have been four times over budget just for one component. Glad the uh, the old 3D printer came in handy. The 3D what, printer dude. is the lifesaver. So like the valves, those um, <laughs> stainless steel bore valves like 15 to 20 bucks each and the servo motors were about... Thirty to forty dollars, wasn't it? So, we yeah, s- I think twenty five actually for the, the oh, servos. It was, it was even cheaper. cheaper. So I, I like sat down and I started designing some stuff in the three D software, and I designed like a little bit of housing for the the motor and the valve, and I built mm. an attachment. And I was like, "Holy fuck, Sean, it, it works!" I mean, it took us. We actually the first servos we used they weren't strong enough, but in the end we got it. And like seeing that solution work. Oh man, it was satisfying. It was so good to watch like this full design come together, and then. Fully operate. We were able to replicate something that should be around three to four hundred dollars for fifty. Sure, it took more time. Sure, it's not as reliable at the first initial runs, but it worked, and that's what we did. So we could build cocktail machines from scratch cheaper than anyone else can for what we have designed. I mean, there's probably going to be other. And again, this is not the first cocktail machine. We're not pioneers in this field, but for us, we went through electrical engineering we went through like um, software software we went through actual like uh, civil like, civil and then um like pipe easy, and, easy mechanical and, yeah yeah like it was quite a bit of work to get all this done it covered about three or four t- industries quite well mm. um and then the fact that we're making and currently having a drink on this podcast which is a perfectly dosed to the millimeter measurement <laughs> drink <laughs> Oh, it tastes so much better. So on that note about like us solving the valve issue, what would you say is your biggest like memory of biggest issue? And we'll, we'll cover these in the video, everyone listening. So like you'll see what we're talking about. Stay tuned. But what's your biggest issue that you think Ooh. you solved? I think the one that I solved was, this, was a problem I saw before we even started. And that was the vacuum of the bottle. Oh, the airlock. Yeah. 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 So this, was, this is something that um, I haven't seen any other systems have. And because what we did designed it was you can just get a bottle of Coke, strap it to the machine, plug it in and go. Um, this is something of a... It's quite difficult to explain without a visual side to it. So I'm hoping for the video we put up for this project, we, I'll explain this in more detail. But effectively... If you put like a, a pipe to a bottle of Coke and then strap it like so it's airtight and then turn that bottle over, the flow isn't going to really come out of the bottle. Effectively, the the, uh, the bottle of Coke, Jesus, um, starts creating a vacuum. Air is not getting into the bottle from the bottom. So either what will happen is air will go back up the pipe, liquid come out, and then go up then back. And so they have this like splurging kind of effect. Or it just squishes out the bottle. Which is why when you squeeze the bottle of Coke, it comes out faster. Yeah. So, so Patty, like to put it into perspective, there's a vacuum cleaner right behind you. So, mm-hmm. and there's a hole on that vacuum cleaner. If you were, do you know if you cover a hole in a vacuum cleaner where the air is and you turn it on, how it just doesn't suck air? That yeah. that's pretty much why. So, because it, it doesn't have that displacement yeah. of air, it creates a negative pressure. Air's got nowhere to go. It, it wants to get in, but it can't because it's being blocked. Mm. So it just sucks all the available matter out of it. And when Sean brought it up, I was just like in denial. I'm like. Thinking, yeah, look, an airlock is possible, but by gravity, we're going to end up getting the drink. And then yeah. the question was, yeah, but it's going to take three times longer. So, Sean got a funnel and put glad wrap on it and showed me how yeah. much a difference it was in speed. And I was like, all right, sweet, let's go with your solution. And yeah, then- so, so the way I was explaining to Jimmy based on fundamentals was exactly that. I got a funnel of water, I filled it up with water and held the bottom and then put cling wrap over the top. 
And so then let my finger go on the bottom and then you can watch as the, the plastic glad wrap starts to make a vacuum, make a concave shape as the water drops and then eventually the water stopped coming out. It was, it was the fastest initially and stopped. And then I got a little needle, poked a hole in the top, splash, all the water just emptied out of the funnel like that. And that was the thing I was trying to explain to Jimmy, um, not visually, like I'm currently doing to the people listening to this podcast, but then we eventually did it and then went, okay, that makes sense. And so the way we approached it before we even got to actually printing pieces, we designed a two-way valve so air can get into the system to the very top of the bottle and then the drink can go down past it without actually um, causing a vacuum of any description. And it's... I think it's this is still the same system that we've used, that same design exactly has been all the, the way through. Design. Yeah, and so we printed that before it even we printed the first one, and it just worked. And it, yeah, I was very happy with that, and I, I thought I was, I was quite chuffed with myself. It was we, it was honestly an ingenious solution because when you first brought it up, I was like, oh sweet, then as soon as we put a bottle on, um, we'll just poke a hole in it, which would have worked. And then it was just like, yeah, but what if we didn't have to poke a hole every time? What if we could have a fixed solution that would literally solve the problem every single time? And the fact that you nailed it. Like, I've got to give you credit. So, yeah, like, you, there's a lot of things that we came across and it was like, we just needed quick quick thinking. I think, we have time for one more, like, issue that that we found? Or, like, do you want to save it for the video? Cause it's- I think we'll save it for the video because those are two that were the main, the primary ones. There were other components there and changes to the design that were, were quite incredible. But um, I'm just more chuffed to see in the corner of the room this fairly large cocktail machine and have the screen lit up saying what cocktail would you like good sir that for me is ah just makes me feel happy you know just seeing something that we've built come into thinking Mm. on that note actually jimmy can i have another drink please i was gonna offer yeah yeah yeah, absolutely i'm ready to go for a little bit more wow you down that pretty quickly oh mate it tastes (laughs) so much better when you have built something it's like you know, it's like a post-game beer after a good victory. Yeah, no, you yeah. know what it is. It's like mowing your lawn and having a beer while looking at the lawn that you've just mowed. I am a proud dad right now. I do the same thing, however, not with my lawn. It's more of the uh, the driveway after I like high pressure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That is definitely mm. something I love. Oh, look at it go! I mean, it currently says tequila and orange juice. I think we need to recode that a little bit. Um, okay, but- I, I did want to bring up one aspect. Oh, actually, two aspect. aspects about this. So. One thing is the design of it, how it looks right now. Obviously, it's not going to be like that because right now, obviously, visually, you can't see it if you're listening. But it, it basically, it's uh, the way you would describe it is it looks like on side on it looks like a P, but with like the letter P, <laughs> like the letter, like it's like it's like a just maybe a, just go to our TikTok to see a picture of it. It's like, yeah. it's, like a, it's like a box on top, like you know, yeah, and like, like a plank of wood, and then it's obviously held up by a base. It kind of looks like the the soft drink vending machines that you get at like your old at Co- McDonald's and, 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 and the Subways, movie, at the movies, yeah. or something like that. Or, a, little, a little bit taller, or, made out of wood, or Burger King, or, or Hungry Jacks, or something. Where it's like you yeah. get, get get a free refill, and I love it. However, I don't like how it's just wooden and oh I'm no not, sorry i know yeah, and yeah, i know yeah. i know you want to come up with a cool design for it and stuff but this is why i think we should i think i haven't even said it, i think we should get some design ideas from people listening mm, actually that's not a we, we, we have an idea of what we want to do so obviously this is just the not the prototype raw, but this is the yeah. raw machine so this is the funk like the, the whole point of this podcast is that it's functional and that to me is every that's jobs are good and for me i'm mm. emotional and happy because I've wanted this for so many years and I'm literally sitting here making drinks with a machine that I've wanted to build for three years and it's fucking working. Like a lot of the projects we do, we always sort of wrap it up. For gosh sake, watch your language. 
Every time you swear, I'm going to press that button. I just <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have the potty mouth. Like we, every project we've done, we've always caught a caught it when it's like sort of enough and gone. Oh, we could have done this better. Could have done that better. Um, mm. Like you know, like the the Charizards an example, the claw machines an example, where things were kind of it could have been done better. But this one, it's literally doing what we want it to do in the time we want it to do it. Yeah, and like exactly. I think when we did the Charizard, someone gave us a review and he was like, to build a project DIY from the ground up is very hard. And not a lot of people can do it. This is literally achieving its purpose. But on that note, I think we should get into the plans we have mm. to make this aesthetically sexy. Mm, so, I like it. So, on, on Patty's point, he's correct. So, it is very much raw bones. We are still designing it. So, what we plan to do is because we're using pine wood for most of the surfaces, we want to make it fairly waterproof. So, we're looking at to, mm. to stain it with a wood stain to make it that yep. kind of darker, like, like a wooden table, that kind of oaky look to it. And that's quite easy to do. Um, as well as like do a little bit of painting on like the panels on the side and whatnot, and then like adding decorations to it. But again, we haven't really thought too much beyond. Like we have an idea, think, but we don't have. I think go with it. Whoever mess after listening to this podcast and messaging us a certain it's code, be my mom. <laughs> we we have to paint their face on it. I will. I'll happily put their sticker on it. Maybe like get a, fa- a sticker of their face and. Right on top. So, Patty, this is my sort of like intention with it because it's called Project Dionysus, which is named after the god of wine um, in ancient Greece. I want to put like fake vines around the side mm. and then I want to spray mm. paint it black and then stain it. And then this is a good idea, actually. What I want to, what Sean came up with this idea is put hooks in the front of it and put stickers on the drinks that are available. I like the vines idea. I like the stickers. I don't like how it's going to be black. I think we should, I feel it's, 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 it's not going to be black. The, so the you front stain it, You just said it was be black So the sides are going to be black So you're not going to see so the black yeah, you, shouldn't do, you shouldn't do a black If anything you want it to more stand out and pop You want it maybe like, maybe like a, a sky blue Than mine's <laughs> A sky blue I'm not, con- I'm not convinced just looking at it now I think maybe like a green No, nah, you don't want I don't know Like for some What works with I think I think to be honest uh, a black works best with a stained. Oh, the, stained the idea of look. black, but you're not going to see the black because the black's going to be covered by vines. None of us and- are home interior designers, so we have no idea what we're talking about. We're somewhat of an element. Look, I think I, I think I've seen enough home improvement shows to know <laughs> uh, interior decoration. Yeah, art. Hi, I want to build like three more bedrooms in my house. My budget's four hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, no, I, I can't stand the block. On that note, Patty, oh. what would you add to this if it was, you know, technically? You're part of us, so come on, Monica. As much, give us as some much yours as it is ours, <laughs> Monica. Is it Monica, the white girl name that you went with? No. What was it? I don't know. Probably. Like, I was gonna say Loretta, but that's not that's not really a white girl name, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I know. Call call me Maddie. I don't know. Well, maybe we can call you something else. And his name is John. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually not as well timed as I. That planned. was terribly yeah. timed, and I probably yeah. cut that. I'll take eventually. that. Yeah, probably cut that. No, so I think what we should do. Well, my only other criticism about this is I think there should be more to it, mm. like by because from what you just what you guys described, there's uh there's eight, uh like drink drinks attached to it, so yeah. like four soft drinks or four mixes and then four spirits, but is that interchangeable? For example, if I wanted like two two more spirits, could I put them on the top or is that no go? I mean, you can, but the problem is the the way we've designed it for four soft drinks on the top and then four spirits at the bottom was by using pumps, they can pump really quick, really slowly, but very accurately. So they nail the amount that we're trying to get into the to a shot glass so we can nail the amount of shots. I think, the top. 
I think later on, maybe not now, because right now it's great. I think it's awesome. The only mm. thing that you guys probably need to do is just kind of nail down what, how it uh, looks. what the look of it, and just probably like the the best eight like four four mm. spirits, four mixes. This standard Monica. So yeah. the, the way we've started it, we've got tequila, Bacardi, sorry, or any sort of rum. Um, bourbon and vodka. Sorry, that's just the machine. Yeah. The back end. That's not just James peeing his pants, I swear. And, and, then, yeah. and then the spirits we have is Coke. Sorry, not spirits. The mixes we have is Coke, lemonade, ginger ale, and orange juice. I think those four, you could make so many drinks out of. Eh? I like think we should put... cover your standard. I think we should put... Um, we should put Bacardi rum in there. We should also put soda. And because with the Bacardi rum, soda, and lime... Mm. And, uh, uh, sorry, le- with a splash of like soda, lemonade... Rum, you yeah. got the basis. You got the basis of like a sort of a, like a really, a really shitty version of a mojito. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I think this is like the more combinations you can get would be great. So the, the best options that I can probably see is making like putting all the ingredients for like a Long Island, Long Island ice tea because that's about five. That's five spirits, two mixes on a good day. I would I would disagree. I would no say way, bro. no because that's all your drinks. So listen, listen, like, listen to what I have to say because I think like <laughs> listen li- up. <laughs> I think this is a good idea. What, yeah, what, Patty. Hold on. Where's the button? Here it is. Shut up! There we go. Continue. What wow. you would do, because this isn't so much, I guess, to make up a drink. It's more so to deliver it in like an automatic manner. What I would do is pre-make the Long Island iced tea mix. And I used to do this in one of the old bar jobs I had is what we would do is we'd put the, the gin, tequila, vodka, Bacardi, like the peach snaps, the whole thing in there, make mm. a massive mixture of it. So you put that mixture in and that's one pump. So your cock, if you want a Long oh, Island iced tea, smart. that's okay. already there. What you would do is just increase the pump runtime. So you, yeah. in, instead of what are we got now, thirty-three seconds, maybe forty-five seconds to fifty seconds, yeah. and it's a proper Long Island iced tea. So then you know that, what I'm. You'll saying? need at least like. Actually, that's smart because oh, you that save. Would, that all would that. that would smell like turpentine. Just all those spirits and in one. To keep going from what I'm saying is you want you want you want to put turpentine in there on the other on the other <laughs> yeah okay. exactly. Do, do you know how you had yeah. that comment of like well Sean had the comment of the beauty about pumps is you can deliver an exact dose. Well, the other good thing about it is you can pick any size bottle because the all all it is is putting a tube in a bottle. Whereas with the mixer, it has to like fit in perfectly, and that's why mm. we're limited to the okay. basic soft drinks. Yeah, so you can put a massive bottle of that Long Island. Like it can be twice the size of your standard Jack Daniels bottle. Well, the other thing I was going to say is. Maybe later on because right now it's it's great. You know, you got you mm. got everything you need about it. You got the you guys nailed it, and obviously hats off to you. Obviously later on, you can could you if you wanted to add two more on like the side, like two more mixes and, and two more spirit like right. tubes or whatever. Spirits, absolutely. You just have to put two new pumps in, and I, that's, yeah, that's the, what I mean. Like two the, two more pumps. So there's like six down the bottom, four on top. Yeah. If you wanted to, yeah, you like you could, but I think it's sort of growing arms and legs to the point where that wouldn't really be dated in a way because I think four and four is a sweet spot. But what you would do is like, t- just talk about it realistically. I was having a chat to a mate about it and he just goes, I like this because it would get rid of the bartender's, I guess, grief of, they get a Long Island iced tea order, for example, and they've got a line of customers mm. and while the customers are waiting, they're making this Long Island iced tea because it takes them a good two, three minutes to assemble the ingredients. Imagine working in a bar and then a, cust- a customer orders it, you just go, yep, no worries, press a few buttons, starts making their Long Island, and you go back to serving customers and making drinks. Yeah. That to me is like... I have a feeling we might be doing a... Uh, we might be pulling a Netflix here, boys. Pulling a Netflix? Yeah, we, we, we are running the uh, bartenders out of business by producing our own cocktail machine, no, just we, like Netflix did no, with Blockbuster we're making their and Civic job. Video. We're making oh. their job easier. No, because- well... Be, be, well 
when we making it easier at first. However, you know, after a few months or whatever, and you know, for, like look into the future. It's great. We make another. You guys make another one of these because one of your mates is like, oh, could you? I um, have a bar going I'm on. I'm not going to build another one of these. I really? Like Chris Ferris, if not you're even... listening to this, can you paint our cocktail machine? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, what, what if someone offered you money to do it? To like do it as a business? It I, depends. Like, yeah. So like, this happened also with our Russian roulette shotgun. We, it cost us maybe $80 to build in raw material and parts and time. We got offered a and couple of hundred for it. Someone offered a few hundred and we said, no, double it. But not yeah. because we, we could make money. We could have made money off it for sure. But we went, it's not worth our time. We have other things we want to do, so no, double it. Yeah. That's the only way you can just... So we charged... <laughs> double it, double it. We, it should have costed $100. We charged... We offered it for 450 I think, or $500. Yeah. Oh, 450. I, felt, I felt betrayed. I got a message from... Uh, I think it was my... Uh, who did I show this to? I think it was my, one of my friends from work, and they sent it to me being like, oh, isn't this this cocktail machine? Is this like the uh, this Russian roulette shotgun that you... We modified, that, that, yeah, yeah. It's like, he was like, and I'm like, oh my, and it was just from like a $2 shop. Yeah. Just like a normal, the gun. I was like, the gun, oh my, yes. Oh my God, I felt betrayed. Like, I felt. <laughs> we didn't design these everything guys, on that. These guys swindled me. No, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> but, it was like, but then it was like, oh wait, there's like a box on top and everything. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, we All didn't right. like go out and just buy something else and say it's our own. We did a lot of work on top of something. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair but enough. did you guys know there's a $2 version of it that's like um, an automatic shotgun you just pull the shot in and then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not that as fun. Definitely Never as fun. Never as fun. Yeah. Not when it's automated, you know? Like, no. Yeah, exactly. Ours is coded with ones and zeros. Yeah, yeah. Ours is machine learning with yeah. a, the like robotic edge. Like, yeah. like Bender from Futurama. The robotic <laughs> Russian roulette gun. The robotic bartender. <laughs> we are the robots. We are the robots. All right, we'll, wow. we'll wrap it up on that one, that note, because I think we did a fairly good job. We will be releasing more content both on TikTok, our YouTube, um, Facebook, MySpace, uh, OnlyFans, all of our social media Bebo, accounts. So, Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, Vimo. Is it Vimo? What's, 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 what's Trump's social media on his one as well? Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Wikidaddy.com. Yeah. W- Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking this the other day, but we could probably do a full podcast on it. Could we just make our own Wikipedia account? <laughs> Sorry, anyone can make their own Wikipedia no, account. Appara- apparently, they're really strict now. Like, apparently, oh, you- apparently famous people can't even... Like, Access their own... Yeah, it's like, oh, I wasn't even born this year, and they try and edit it, and it's like, no, you're not allowed to do this. It's like, you say that I don't know my own fucking birthday. Oh, right, <laughs> so, Okay. Well, we can give it a shot. There's a few things that I kind of want to do today. Um, I don't think we have the following yet for <laughs> the Wikipedia. But you have, hey, to, you know you have to create. Yeah, yeah. You, you have, have to create the brand. You have to create the brand. Get on that cloud. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link below to see our other projects. Have a good one.